My name is Calvin West, host of 81 Degrees Kelvin, the podcast you're currently listening to. Let's dive on in and see what's hot today. Here we go. Boom. Tim, how you doing, my friend? Hey, good. Can you hear me okay? We can hear you. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yeah, welcome to 81 Degrees Kelvin, man. So where are you at? How are you doing? How are you doing with this whole quarantine, man? You know, I uh, I just logged on to Facebook. I've been trying to avoid it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, everyone's got to check it because that's routine. And then I saw you guys doing your thing. Yeah. And uh, I thought I'd phone in and, and chat with you guys. I think this is so cool, man. So, all right. So, so this is some real shit, man. So, are you, are you like quarantined? Are you in your home? Are you, are you like... Are you stocked up? Like, tell, tell us your story, like, for real. No, um, I'm looking in my fridge right now. I've got, um, I've got half a thing of hemp milk, mustard, and then a little bit of kale that uh, one of my students' mothers brought over. Oh, my gosh. That's it. That's it. What are you going to so, do? So, um, <clears throat> You know, I, the way I think, uh, the way I figure is like, I got a few more days just to really stock up. I mean, restaurants and bars are closed now. Is that right? Um, yeah. I mean, okay. for eight o'clock, I, yeah, everything's, uh, yeah, for sure. But I could still go stock up. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I'm amongst the people that are just really late to the, you know, to the whole stockpiling thing. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's laziness or I don't know if it's just like, I'm not as, as freaked out as most people, but yeah. Well, How about you guys? Well, let's get into that. So, so this kind of, this, the, the coronavirus came out about like three weeks ago, right? Like that's when it kind of really started to, to catch its, uh, catch its ground there. Where were you at three weeks ago in regards to the virus? Where, where was I at when I heard about what? Where were you at three weeks ago? So three weeks ago when this stuff started to get announced, like, oh, man. where was your mindset? Dude. Were you not taking it seriously or where were you at? Guys, three weeks ago, I was like moving into a big new place and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing great and everything's under control. And then as soon as I made that move and I took those, those you know, those few steps to kind of move into the next chapter, all of this hit. And now, I mean, just like a lot of people in this country and the world right now, like, you know, I'm forced to take a step back and dip into savings and wonder if the, yeah, if the government's going to, you know, issue any money out to people like me. It's messed up, man. Um, yeah. No one predicted it. So are you, um, are you, like, how, how are you doing? Like, are, are you afraid of anything? Like, what, what is your biggest concern right now? My biggest fear is that the folks that are not making money in the middle to lower middle class to lower class, it doesn't matter what class you are. The weird stuff comes out of people in times like these. My concern is that the folks that are feeling this most and that are feeling the lack of income will inevitably and ultimately need supplies and need food that they cannot afford and um, people will take to the streets and people will loot and people will steal and that's what I'm most afraid of. I'm not afraid of a, of, of the net, you know, the natural course of a virus. I mean, it sucks, but it's mother nature. I'm afraid of, 
um, the economic downfall and and what could come of the of the population of this country when it when it does. So let's talk about that a little bit because you are you are a small business owner, right? What's the name of your business? Uh, I own Midtown Music Lessons, and uh, it is where you can come in Midtown Phoenix to come and get instruction on a couple of common core um, rock pop instruments. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I I teach one on one lessons, and uh, it's there's a big scare, you know, folks don't want to put people into um, face-to-face contact. So I'm definitely seeing a, a decline in business, you know, right? Totally. Yeah. So how are you doing with all that? Um, I'm doing okay. I am offering, you know, it was a tough thing because online lessons are available. You could, you could find online lessons anywhere. And I pride myself in not, not doing that. I like the one-on-one aspect more. Yeah. Um, but in a time like this, yeah, I'm definitely offering online sessions to anyone that does not want to come in. And there's a few folks that are still coming in, um, you know, but I'm not really doing anything else. The rest of my life is at a standstill. So the folks that I do communicate with are literally like maybe, you know, just a few students, um, this week thus far. And there's so a lot I, of companies that have, have tried to do that to go online during this period of time. So what software or system was that an easy transition for you to go online quickly or was it kind of a pain in the ass? That's a good question. Um, I think it was only a pain in the ass, um, for the aspect of like, I, cause I've never done it before. So I just had to do a bit of research, mm-hmm. but once I was there, um, like Zoom works really well for group classes. Um, obviously, people use that for group, you know, conferences and conference calls and things like that. Um, it's free. That's nice. Zoom seems to work better um, on slower internet connections than something like Skype does. Uh, Skype is an option. And then also, um, I had a FaceTime call with a, a woman tonight, um, a guitar student. And we just set up our phones, and as long as we weren't talking over each other and at the same time, you know, I mean, it, it's just a normal FaceTime video call, and that works fine for one-on-one, what I'm doing, lessons. Yeah. Tim, that, that's, mm-hmm. that's Thanks for asking. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Hey, thanks for being so. Thanks for being on the show. I think we got some other calls that that, that, that want to call in, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna bid you adieu, my friend. We're just checking in with everybody tonight. Thank you so much for calling in. Okay. Yeah. And uh, this is fucking awesome. with, Yeah. You're gonna be on. You're gonna be on Spotify. You're gonna be on Google and Apple tomorrow. So <laughs> this this has all been recorded. Okay. Live. Good. So you're on. Yeah. Our podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> well, and the coronavirus is affecting. Literally everyone yeah. worldwide, right? Yeah. So, and I think when we look here in the United States and we look here locally in Phoenix, there's a lot of companies and there's a lot of businesses that are being affected by it yeah. immediately. And we have a lot of theater friends, we have a lot of restaurant friends, we have a lot of bartender friends, family members as well that rely on. Bars. Can to I just make stop their... real quick second and just say how sexy is my husband's voice oh, okay. on this damn okay. podcast? 
podcast. There's a lot of businesses here locally that are having to make rough decisions. And some of those decisions are you're on furlough for the immediate future. You are not employed with us for the next several weeks until we come to a decision. Yeah, yeah. And then there's some businesses that also have the luxury of saying, hey, we have options to you, right? We have options to say, we are going to cut back on your salary. We're going to cut back on benefits. We're going to cut back on comps. We're going to cut back on bonuses. And then there's some companies that are not affected at all. Those companies that are not affected are, you know, very, very minimal, but almost every company is. But what's nice is, Companies, hopefully, companies are trying to take their their uh, their personnel into consideration and yeah. figure out what the best thing is, not for the bottom line, but for the better interest of their companies. And so, there's some companies that have to make immediate decisions, like bars and restaurants that don't have a choice. You know, so it's yeah. it's global. I, here's the thing, man. I just think that uh, these big companies that are still making their people come to work, like, what's really going on? Like, what's like? And if, and if I was if I was working for those companies, I don't know. I just feel like I would just be, I'd be calling in. <laughs> I'd be like, no, I'm not coming to work. Like I, I would just say I'd have the coronavirus. What do you want me to do? Come to work? I've got the coronavirus. You know, like I'm gonna get the checked out mm-hmm. because I just don't. Well, living in 2022, there are some crazy stuff. There's a lot of companies that can do their jobs remotely, Mm -hmm. right? There's a lot of companies. I think what I mean, this is what we talked to Tim about is that even as a two man job, three man job of trying to transition your company that is normally in person, giving guitar lessons, giving drum lessons into an online format yeah. it comes with its own difficulties you know well, i mean think, about, think, think about, about our business like we're a wedding entertainment business yeah like that's that's but some think serious about, stuff you know think about companies that uh, are trying to transition 90 people 150 yeah. people 2000 people over into an online remote work format that maybe did not have an online remote f- work format i mean ASU just transferred, you know, 14,000 classes over to an online format within a period of a week that was not done with a simple switch, right? Like they they tied a ton of IT and infrastructure and a ton of people over into this to get the curriculum online, to get the the bandwidth literally within the internet and in Zoom to make this make this happen. And it's not easy for people. So and it's not only our businesses doing overtime right now, they're doing it under an infrastructure where they have limited resources because cities and states are shutting down, you know, so small and medium sized businesses are required to work overtime under limited resources. And it's, it's definitely a hard time. There's definitely businesses that are trying to adapt and figure out what's going on. And then the strongest will survive, you know, I honestly think that that's, that's what this is all about is that it's, it's kind of like a survival of the fittest thing. It's like, it's like Darwinism. I just feel like the people that are most vulnerable are, they're just, there's no really, I just don't think there's any help for them, you know? And, and that's, and that's going to trickle down, not just from people's like being healthy, but financially, you know, like it, it makes you think of us. This is whether it's in your personal life, whether it's in your professional life, people are, required to make decisions now and they're required to make decisions quickly whether it's about going online with your 
in-person instrumental instructions, whether it's ASU, whether it's a digital marketing agency, whether it's a wedding company, whatever it is, we're going digital. But then people are also required to make decisions about their finances, about their mortgage, or about whether or not they are going to purchase at home or not purchase at home or that car or whatever the case may be. There's a lot of scenarios out there, a lot of unique specific scenarios where people are required to make decisions what am i going to do you know what are you going to do because of coronavirus because COVID 19 jake jack hilton my friend hello 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 jake jack hilton how you doing my friend What's up, Danny? How you doing? Hey, boo. You are on 81 Degrees Kelvin. We are recording this. We are doing this live. We are checking in with people about the coronavirus. You got Kelvin and Taylor on the line right now. How you doing, How you doing, baby? Kelvin and Taylor. Look at these beautiful babies right up in here. Oh, you know how we do. You know how we do. You know how we do. Two of my favorite gentlemen that live in one of the best neighborhoods in the whole damn world. Hey man, let's 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 get right to it. How you doing? Coronavirus update. Who are you? What's going on? Like what where's your life at right now? Ah oh, shit. Okay. Can I say shit on here? Yeah, you I can did. say whatever this is a, no, do whatever you need. Yeah, no, things are going pretty well. Um I so I do real estate for a living, right? Yeah. And so what's the name of your real estate company? Do what? What's the name of your real estate company? I work for a boutique brokerage called Sync Realty. Uh, so we ain't one of the big guys. We won, like, we're a little bit smaller, which allows me to, you know, focus on my clients a little bit more and actually build true relationships, which is the shit I love. Okay. Um, and so I do real estate all day. And so normally I'm working, like, 10, 12, 14 hours a day. And um, I'm constantly in front of people. Yeah. And constantly like building relationships. And for the last day and a half, I've been stuck in my house. And because I'm trying to minimize the amount of social interaction I have. How are you doing with all this, man? Oh, bro, I am like so stir crazy. Yeah, yeah, right? Like, what the fuck, man? Like, what is happening right now? Yeah. So, yeah, it's just like, I don't really know what to do. And the only thing I can think of is to watch a bunch of Netflix or like, because I can do a majority of my work via phone and email, but there's only so much that I can do. You know, I can't like really grow my business without being in front of people. Right. And so now I'm just like watching Netflix and thinking about like, can I, should I clean my ceiling fans? And the answer is yes, but am I gonna? The answer is no, I'm not going to clean my ceiling fans. I'm not going to do it. Can you, can I'm, you maintain your business? Well, dude, so yeah, you, you I mentioned relationships and like, are you going to be, is the real estate industry from your perspective going to be okay? And uh, the thousands of real estate agents that we have in the, the Valley, are they going to survive Ooh. this issue? So that's a really fascinating question. Do you want what everyone is saying or do you want what I'm saying? I, we thought, well, I want to know what Jake Jack Hilton you is You called saying. in. The yeah, Senate called, called in. This is, Jake this, is called your, in. this is your 15 minutes, baby. You go. Cool. So <laughs> I have a very different sales approach because, like, everyone says that real estate is a sales job, but for me, I don't really see it as sales. And okay. I think that the one thing that is going to save this industry or people select few people in this industry is that, um, is that 
as long as the people continue to focus on helping others and come at it from a place of compassion, I think that they're going to get through this. But the moment that they start freaking out and they start chasing the money, they're going to start chasing clients away or potential clients away. And it, it essentially the one thing that they're fighting the most for is the thing that they're actually going to lose out on. Um, so, so how, do you, how, do you, how are you helping your clientele? How are you helping them feel supported that you're there for them? What does that specifically look like? Yeah, I mean, essentially what that means is that, like, so for me, anyone that I already have uh, who who is a current client, like, I'm I'm doing business as normal, you know. I mean, just really making sure that I I can assuage any of their any of their fears or concerns in this time. Like, I mean, I'm not a scientist, I'm not a doctor, I do real estate, but also, um, and you know, real estate I can sort test of is hard, them. man. I tried to take that real estate t- that real estate test and I couldn't pass it. So, so give yourself some credit yeah. there. That real estate test is hard. I'll take a little bit of credit. You know, Thanks I mean, eighty three thousand yeah. people in this state are licensed, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm one of them. <laughs> but it is hard. Okay. To, it is hard to tell. Now, <laughs> I do have a real estate question because one thing that I have seen recently in the news is that loans and interest rates are going down to point zero zero to a point zero two five percent. Have you not yeah. seen that? Have you not seen that? No. So I've absolutely seen that. So okay. here's the yeah. thing. First what does that foremost, mean? What does that mean? Yeah. So I'm going to preface this with one. I am not a financial planner. I am not a financial expert. And once again, a hundred percent, I'm not a lawyer, a mortgage loan originator. Yes. Okay. Um, however, the thing that, that confuses people is that when they see that the Fed drops rates to 0%, um, they're essentially talking about, um, essentially like what the treasury and and what that that percentage rate looks like so those are things that affect things like car loans and credit cards um but the thing that makes this different is that mortgages that interest rate is dependent upon mortgage-backed securities and those mortgage-backed securities are the things that dictate what you know our our interest rates are from my understanding so when the fed says that they're dropping it to zero percent or 0.25 percent it doesn't mean that mortgage you know mortgage loans are are dropping down to that Mm -hmm. um because essentially even in 2008 from my research once again i am not a financial planner i'm not a mortgage loan originator i don't have a degree in finance but from the research i've done as a human um even in 2008, when the market went to hell, when interest rates were dropped to zero percent, then um, mortgage mortgage rates were still somewhere about where they are now, which is right around like the fours. You know, I mean, yeah, we're yeah. fluctuating. The market is kind of in shambles because you know the stock market is nuts. Um, but yeah, that's sort of how I feel, you know, but once so, again, because, and, alone, professional. <laughs> totally, yeah, and you've, you've given your personal insights as a real estate agent, but there's also a lot of financial aspects that go into this. So as a homeowner and as a friend that I'm talking to about real estate, should I contact my 
mortgage company and the, the the company that owns my loan, should I contact them and start talking to them about, getting a better about rate. my interest rates yeah, or yeah, better yeah. rates that, or refinancing? Is that what I should be doing right now because of the coronavirus? Like, speak to us on that level. Yeah. So... So here's the thing. I think that one thing that that makes a very informed, you know, I mean, homeowner or anyone who carries a note on on a piece of property um, is is to know exactly what your mortgage rate is. You know, what's your mortgage interest rate at, and sort of understanding how how your you know how your your assets and your income and your debt has changed between when you took that note and now and you know knowing that you know interest rates are probably right around four to five i can't i can't tell you that that's exactly what they are but from the last few days that's sort of what i know that they're about ish um pending on credit score debt to income other assets things like that mm-hmm. um it, it might be a good idea so first off check to see where you're at check to see what you know and like every case is going to vary 100 you know? so if i hear you correctly um, it doesn't hurt to contact them and have a conversation. You may not have any change. It may not outcome in a 0.025% interest rate, but it doesn't hurt to have the conversation during this time to make sure you're covered and to make sure that there's not something that you can actually come out on top of. Exactly. So if it's something that you want to check in on, definitely consult your, I mean, your, your local financial institution and or your, your loan servicer, things like that. That's Jake, um, Jake, I love you, my friend. Thank you so much for joining us on 81 Degrees Cowboy. We got some other people that want to call in. You're fucking amazing. You're going to be on Spotify, Google, and Apple uh, tomorrow. So I'm going to edit all this for recording all this Thank live. you, Jakey Jake. Thank you, Jake. Jack Hilton, you're amazing. You're welcome. I love you guys. You're the best. It's talking later, baby. All right, so guys, I'm gonna take a quick little break. I'm gonna give me a new drink. And then what we're gonna do is, is we're gonna come back and we're gonna finish tonight with three things, okay? It's what- You go your drink and I'll explain what it is. All right, Taylor's gonna explain it all. (laughs) (laughs) So Kelvin and I started playing this game about a month ago. And every day we will come home from work, we'll end our day. And we come up with three things. And the first thing is, what do you feel good about today? What did you accomplish today? What do you want to share with another person that you said, yes, I did it. A high five, right? So that's that's number one. What did you feel accomplished about today? Number two is, what is your area of opportunity? And this could be... Anything that you felt like you just like missed the mark on, anything that you felt like you just didn't go the way that you planned. It could be uh, professional, it could be personal, it could be something simple, like I didn't wake up on time this morning. It could be something complex, like I missed my quarterly budget at work. It could be just whatever you want, whatever just didn't go right. And you want to do better on. The next, the final third thing is what are you excited about tomorrow? What are you looking forward to? What is something that you should wake up tomorrow about and say, I want to conquer this. And when you look at all of three things, uh, when you look at all three of these things together, they are, it changes your mentality. And that's what we have found is that it allows you to say, yes, I accomplished this. This is where I could have been better. And Shane this Reed is what Alaska. I'm getting tomorrow. What's up, dude? 
And we're off topic. Sorry. Well, no, we're we're back on topic. (laughs) But I grew up with Shane Reeves. Hey, Shane. I'm really trying to come up there for our 20s reunion. And that's great. Shane, yo, we're shooting a podcast tonight. If you want to jump on this podcast, Shane, I would love to hear from you right now. Give me a call. But anyone that calls in, we're doing the three things. (laughs) Well, no, what I was saying is, so I explained each three, but then... When you look at them individually, they all have their purpose, right? Absolutely. But when you combine them together... It's a way to hold your shit. Ooh. Ooh. Sound effects. There you go. Sorry, guys. We're playing with buttons. We're, there's buttons here. Okay. Um, so, okay, so you yes, want to start? When you die... Well, no. I was just going to try to finish my thought. So go ahead, go ahead. when you dissect them individually, they all have their purposes. But when you merge them together, what it allows you to do is really reflect on this is what I accomplished. Yeah. This is my area of opportunity, and this is what I'm stoked about tomorrow. And that's yeah, a very man. healthy, positive way of thinking on a daily it is, basis. It is. Do some, let's go ahead and start. Okay. You go. All right. So, what went well today? What went well for you today? What was good for you today? Um, you know what? I so this is day two. Yeah. Of Quarantine. working from home. Yeah. Quarantine. Social distancing. And I would say that yesterday was the first day and yesterday was just kind of get into the get into the mode of things. Today yeah. was like really like rocking and rolling. Right. Like yeah. it was getting shit done. It was impromptu meetings. It was all these things coming together. But at the end of the day, while it was a 10, 11 hour day, still got a shit ton of stuff done. Without any commute. So it was beautiful. It was great. Shane Reeves, get the fuck out of town right now. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> well, Shane, welcome to the show. How's it going, man? Shane I'm doing Reeves. I'm really good. Baby, Thanks how are advice. you, sweetheart? How are you? I'm doing real good. I'm doing real good. Life is good. This life's is a little so crazy, surreal. But life's good. This is so yeah. surreal, sweetheart. Dude, okay, so coronavirus, how are you doing with it? Like, where where are you? First of all, tell us where you are. Are you still in Alaska? Yeah, yeah. I am, um, I am uh, in a little hotel uh, in Homer, Alaska right now. Oh, my God. Yeah. Do you know where that yeah. is? Uh, it's, 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 my, that's, it's my home. Yeah. You're in Homer, Alaska right now? Yeah, yeah. I'm at the very end of the Homer spit right now. What are you? So, what are you doing in Homer? Like, what's what's going on in Homer? Well, I'm a I'm a uh, film producer. It is so good to hear from you right now, sweetheart. Man, it's good to hear from you too. Do you know? Do you know the? Do you know what I have in my head? It, whenever I think of you, this is what I have, and I'm I'm about to share something with you that I don't. Oh, this is so crazy. Okay, so whenever I think of you, and whenever, whenever I see you, do first of all, I love. I hope you still have that beard that's like crazy long and and curly. I do. That's fucking I do. amazing, and you look so fucking sexy. You like such a. You're such an Alaskan like mountain man. I love it. It's you know. I'll show you the picture of me. He's like he's got like snow. Well, hopefully shit. I get to see you when I come to the um, reunion. Oh, dude, I hope I, I truly hope that I see you at the reunion. But before we even get to that, so here's the other thing: is that. I fucking the the biggest memory I have of you is I'll never forget this. We were at Diamond High School, up where the gym was, where we were working, working out, and you did a show and you asked me for feedback, and I'll never forget the way you the way you handled it, the the, the way we both handled it, because I was trying to be you. You were telling you told me you're like, dude, you're just trying to be nice. Just tell me the real deal. Tell me the real deal. And I was like, I was like, I'm not trying to be nice, but I was. Trying to be nice. 
this is so crazy. Man. Well, what was the feedback? I don't even what know. Are you trying to be I don't nice even know. About? But do you, do you remember that? I, I don't know. Because we, we were both in theater back back in the day, yeah. and yeah. Uh, you know, I just uh, Shane. I'm wow, man. This is crazy. This is some insane was, shit. I think it was from we were doing the fantastic. The fantastic. <laughs> the fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the feedback? <laughs> I don't. I'm sorry, but but I remember. I mean, it was it was a tough show. I it, mean, was it was a tough show, man. Yeah, that was a yeah, tough. Show. Was, <laughs> it was it was pretty weighty for uh, for high school, it and was, uh, I remember. Yeah, <laughs> pretty weighty. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot going on this oh, show. Oh no! Oh no! This is too much. Mm-hmm. That is too much, Shane. I'm so good. You have made my night, man. All right, Shane. We have uh, we have started to practice on a daily basis. We have wow. three questions for you, and I would love for you to oh, hear your question, your to answers this. to these questions. So I'll give you I'll give you the three questions right back to back, but then we'll go one by one. So first okay. question is: What do you uh, what what did you accomplish today that you're proud of? Question number two is: Where is your area of opportunity to improve from your day today? And then what are you excited about tomorrow? Is question number three. Tell me, Shane. So let's start with question number one. What went well for you today, Shane? What went well for you? What do you what did you accomplish today that you can say yes I did it? Well, you know what well, you know we're in this we're in this situation you know uh, yeah. and, uh, and uh, you know with the I uh, I brought a bunch of uh, well not not a bunch actually uh, we've. Uh, they sent just the Alaskans uh, because we're we're up here to uh, to do this this job, and we had a bunch of our uh, clients and uh, and um, contributors back out, and which was totally understandable. There was no judgment there; it was all. But um, but we we came up with a very cohesive and calm plan for what we're going to do, uh, in the next three days, uh, here. And, um, you know, and it wasn't, um, it, th- there was a lot of, uh, obstacles and a lot of, uh, things in our way, but, uh, we, uh, we came up with some really good game plans about how to, uh, approach, uh, all the challenges really, uh, really calmly and, uh, very creatively and, uh, from a real place of like, positivity and, and light and, and love and and yeah so um yeah is that are, yeah. You, are you talking from a, a business perspective or a community perspective or well i mean uh or you both. know my 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 but kind of both because my my job is all about working with people and it's really about connecting with people who who might not share my same perspectives or might not share the the same path in life or, or have just completely, uh, completely different points of views. Uh, and, um, you know, we go into little situations sometimes and, uh, and sometimes you, you know, you look at folks and you just, you see how raw their life is and, uh, and you can really appreciate that from a, from a perspective and kind of stepping away from a lot of that, uh, 
judgment or 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 uh, presumptions, you know, and um, yeah. So wow. Wow! No, that's a, it's that, that is a a great. That's impressive. <laughs> accomplishment for that. Yeah, that's, that's impressive. Good. What's a missed opportunity for? What what could you have done better today? I um, I could have listened better. Ooh, tell uh, us all about that, please. Speak on. You know, that. Uh, uh, you know, sometimes when you when you get. Um, when everything is kind of piling up and uh, you start becoming a little uh, caught up in the moment um, and, uh, and you're used to being a, a decision maker or, or a problem solver, sometimes you forget to uh, just uh, quiet and, and listen oh, and, and, and absorb that and, and then step back and not like immediately react. And I think that's a, that's a lot of things that, uh, a lot of problems that are going on like currently uh, is just like this oh. immediate like knee-jerk reaction instead of like really kind of like chewing on it for a second and really like stepping back and kind of trying to be a little bit more logical about it but also like thoughtful so i'm assuming by your first and your second answer that you are either a position of power at a, a, a company or that you own your own company so before we get to question number three can you give us just a little bit of background of what you what do you do yeah well, I'm um, I'm a film producer in Alaska, and I own uh, a company called Ice Fog Productions. Okay, and I do uh, television, film, commercials, feature films, uh, documentaries, uh, expedition documentaries, science docs, and um, and that kind of stuff uh, uh, all over the state. And so, very remote, uh, very uh, you know, sometimes in the city centers, but sometimes very remotely. And so it's kind of this hybrid of logistics and creative, uh, kind of helping people kind of bridge that gap of, Hey, we got this concept. We want to do it. You know, how do we do it? And then, you know, bringing them back down to earth sometimes, but also kind of, uh, showing them what's possible. Okay. So you're, you're naturally a storyteller at heart then I'm assuming that if you're doing videography, that you're telling stories through whatever project that you have at your fingertips, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's yes, excellent. Absolutely. So awesome. How many people do you have on staff? Uh, on, on, uh, well, um, we we've had we have a reduced crew right now. So right now we um, we're six, but then we have many talent, uh, many individuals who are contributing in different ways. Uh, local vendors, local people, local families, um, and uh, they're all very very remote. Gotcha. So when you're talking about two the difficult difficult decisions, this is affecting several people and extended families and, and vendors and everything that you guys work with, it goes far and the reach is extended basically. Right. So I'm, that's, I'm, yeah. yeah. And, and then clients that are, uh, you know, uh, practicing, you know, uh, you know, 
social distancing and mm-hmm. uh, they're, they decided not to come. And so they're yeah, kind yeah. of operating remotely. And so we're getting, you know, calls and emails from across the country saying, Oh, oh don't forget this. Or, or we love this idea or, or, you know, best of luck to you guys. Uh, I hope it's good. Be safe. Wash your hands. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Shane, what are you excited about tomorrow? Cause I want to talk to you about one more thing and then we're, we're going to wrap this. This has been fucking amazing. What are you excited about tomorrow? Tomorrow is is our first shoot day, and okay. uh, and it's been months and months in in the making, and um, and our our contributors are, are are excited and they're happy, and you know there's this this whole thing that uh, um, we're gonna. Uh, really get an opportunity to be creative and we're very excited about it wow that's awesome shane this has been fucking incredible i'm in love with you shane reeves man i I can't i'm just so so proud of you it's so it's so good to hear your voice shane it's so good to hear your voice like you just you feel like home you feel like home and you sound like home you know what I mean? And I don't know, are you going to be going to the 20 year reunion if we make it there with this coronavirus? Absolutely. Fuck Absolutely. yeah, man. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. You know what's crazy, Shane, is that like I, you know, before I was like, fuck Alaska. I'm never going back to Alaska. And then, and then, and I didn't realize that I missed the 10 year reunion. And then the 20 year reunion came up and I was like, oh my God, I need to go home. Well, you got to take yeah. me back to home. Oh, I'm taking Taylor back take home. But, but did, you, did you feel the same thing, man? <laughs> Yes, yes. I, I was really bummed I missed the ten, but this year Shane, I'm I need so to see busy. You. I'm just I'm blacking it out. I'm blacking those days out. No, like, no, dude. No, it's it's like I'm going home. I'm going fucking yeah. home. I need to see you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I need to see Hillary. I I, need, I I've been talking. I was talking to Hillary. Hillary's in in Hawaii, and I talked to her, and I was like, Hillary, like I don't know what it is, man, but I need to go home. I need to see y'all. I need to yeah. see where I come from because, like, I'm like, there's like a there's like a little bit of me that's lost right now. You know what I mean? And like, <laughs> this is coming at such a a, a fucking like therapeutic time for me. Serendipitous. I'm, I need to go home. I need to see y'all. So I really want to see you, Shane. I want to hug you and I want to just, I want to smell you and I want to fucking like laugh with you and I want to fucking drink with you and I, or whatever you're doing. And I just want to, I just want to be in your space. You know what I mean? Uh, that, so, that sounds great. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm so looking forward to it. I, I can't wait to meet you too, Taylor. Yes, yes, yes. That sounds great. He's my best friend, um, Shane. Like it's, yeah. he's loving my life. So. I mean, I've loved this conversation. So I know that when we get back Shane's to that, amazing. He's amazing. that 20 year reunion, we'll, it's going to be a good time. So I'm, I'm all down for it, Shane. Shane, what's the name of your movie company? You're, you're our last guest on our podcast. We're going to, we're going to call it a night tonight. It's been, we've been on this for an hour. It's now 58 minutes to an hour. Uh, let, give us a shout out of where can people find you? Ice Fog Productions. Um, Ice Fog AK on Instagram. And uh, I do uh, locations and casting and uh, and uh, yeah, and producing. So that's what I do. You're going to be on Spotify, Apple, and Google tomorrow, my friend. I love you so much. Thank you so much. This has been 81 Degrees Kelvin. You guys have a good night. Take care of yourselves. Love Wash you. your hands. And until next time. Hey, love you too. Good night. Peace. Have a good night, baby. <laughs> Fucking amazing. Oh my god, I cannot believe I talked to fucking Shane. That's our time, guys. That's our time. Good night. 81 Degrees Kelvin is brought to you by widepodcasts.com. 
The 81 Degrees Kelvin podcast can be found on all major platforms, including Google, Apple, and Spotify. And remember, for your podcast needs, YBS, go with the best. Ypodcasts.com. Tomorrow's solutions today. <laughs>